the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, the answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita. I write what I live, my life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow, just like the demeanor. I'm feeding my fam, I'm feeding the Welcome, welcome, welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. We're going to get right out to it. Uh, YouTube has suspended my YouTube account on Black and Right Radio. Um, so if you're listening to the show... And you like to watch and listen um, on the live stream on YouTube? Go over the AM five sixty main channel on YouTube, and um, you can tune in there because um, the Gestapo and all these these you know these these dictators and ty- uh, tyrannical social media platforms are really starting to. I guess I'm. I guess I've gotten on their radar. I guess the you know the 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 line in the sand of you know there's only two things right now that you have to choose between. Freedom and tyranny. I think that I don't know if that's what caught them or, or somebody's listening and they went through all the shows and somebody reported it. But, you know, yeah, YouTube finally caught up with me. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you like they tell me at work. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> the way they tell me at work is you must be in compliance. Even well, though I've tested over 300 times, never tested positive uh, once. Uh, you we, must be in compliance. My boss, only thing she says is you must comply. Didn't yeah. I just test negative yesterday? I'm not going to say her name. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You must com- you must be in compliance. You o- must comply. O- otherwise, yeah, you must comply. Hey, hey repeat. You got to find something like that. You must comply. Well, just use a, a Star Trek. Re- resistance is futile. Well, I, but I want to. I want to. I want to. You must comply. You must comply because that's where we're at today. Yeah. It, if you don't comply to what what's happening, yeah, you're done. Because hey. the standard is CDC. Yeah. True. Well, hey, uh, I'm John Anthony, host of Black and White Radio. Heard every Saturday here. Uh, if you if you're watching the um, live streams, you can watch it on Rumble, YouTube on AM560, The Answer, uh, Facebook as well. So please go ahead and share and like, uh, push out today's show. We're three hours again today from 12 to 3. Um, Verlon and I, we're going to mix it up today. Um, we're also going to have some, a, a group of kids from Turning Point USA coming in uh, to talk about an event that they got coming up. Um, I believe it's on the 29th, January 29th. Um, I wanted them to come in and experience the studio and just so we can have a real good discussion. Politics off limits with that group because they're not a. So, so tell people what it's like. Give them a teaser. What is it going to be about? Well, it's well, it's an event about freedom. Okay. Of course, you know, ending basically because you know, Turning Point is not a political organization. Okay. Unlike some people believe, because I don't know. Wait, wait, that voice you hear. I should probably should introduce who you are. Right? <laughs> that voice you hear 
is <laughs> should I do it to you? No, go ahead and do it. I'm not gonna do it to you. I'm not gonna do it to you. I promise I'm not gonna do it to you. Uh that's Verlon. <laughs> Verlon. <laughs> Verlon, the troublemaker. Uh Galloway. Uh he's he's now become known as what what was it called? Red, Red Velvet. Velvet. Red Velvet. You better be glad I can't find it, son, because I was gonna play. I couldn't find it. I'm looking for it and I couldn't find it. You better be glad I couldn't find it. But um no, but 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 you know, I think I think People are just 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 fit to be tied, and you know when you get a. I, I think, I think the people that we need to get engaged in this now is are the young people. Yeah, you know we need to make sure that 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 they're not afraid. They don't grow up afraid to have a voice, because that's what's happening. They've been silencing us, and 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 honestly, I think the mask is a, is a perfect example of what has happened in our society where we've been muzzled. Yeah, you know we've been ooh, muzzled. Ooh, yeah, we, that's, a, that's a symbol. It is. Yeah. The, the mask is a, is a symbol of shutting you up. You shut up and comply. You don't. You don't get to. You don't. You don't get a say in, in how we're going about doing this. Because when you look at all the collusion between government, government, social media, and uh, media, and how they're all coming together and pushing down and pushing, 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 pushing. Well, that gets it gets to a point where you get you push people back into a corner, and they're and and now. And, and people start to realize how these decisions are really affecting them. And they start to push back and fight. Look at the big brain on John. Well, you know, that was I, a, that was a, um, that was a Samuel Jackson's reference. Was that, uh, what movie was that? Look at the big brain on Brad. Oh, that was Pulp Fiction. That was <laughs> oh, okay. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Because I did not ever think about the psychological angle. I've been saying that on the show. Line. You're not, see, you don't listen when you're not here. I, I, get, I, do it. Listen. I get it. I do listen. I, but some things, you don't repeat enough. You know, you guys, like you was telling me oh, earlier. Oh, 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 oh I don't repeat, repeat enough? Repetition. You told me repetition. That's how it sticks. And you know what? I have to admit right now, you're right. I, it was some things that we was talking about off air that I feel like the people have put behind them. But you know what? It, it's worth repeating, you know, because they said it first. But when they're in power, now it's nothing to look at. Nothing to look look at here. Yeah. I know you're gonna play it. Yeah, right. you're gonna no, play it. No, 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 I'm not. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Tease I'm, I'm not gonna play it. I'm just it, gonna man. tease it. Okay. You. Can, I know you're gonna play it sooner. I'm or later. not gonna play it. Okay. But hey, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give us a call. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We would really, really, really like to uh, hear your voice today. Uh, we got three hours that we're gonna be doing radio today. But but Vilan, I really wanted to really talk about because. Um, did you hear? I won't say the name because out of respect, because this person is a good friend of mine, but a police, okay. Chicago police officer who was suspended from work because Turning Point USA wanted to. I'll, I'll say this now because I don't want to talk about it when they get here. Okay. Turning Point USA. She was suspended because Turning Point USA was trying to start a chapter at Taft High School. She just basically reposted it, you know, and they suspended her. I mean, what are we? Where, where are we going with this, Vilan? When, when, when does she not have a First Amendment right to speak and to, and to have these views that she has? Wow. I mean, so they assume that this this organization is a right wing organization. That's why they suspended her. Well, the, the principal at Taft said we would wait. What he, he said, we will never uh, tolerate student groups that go against the school's values. What values? No, are right. Well, now that my next question is what values are they going against? Right. What, what are the values? Right. That's my that's my point. So, I mean. And they called it, so, so the Chicago Sun-Times, oh, go figure. Um, they called Turning Point an organization promoting racial intolerance. Wrong. Right. I mean, I have you ever been to a Turning Point event? Mm-mm. Dude, it's, it's a very eclectic group. 
Okay. I mean, there are racists from all over the the spectrum, and and they're because because they have a, a right leaning perspective of of how this needs to be done and how we should go about uh, teaching our kids in education. Uh, they believe in school choice. What because they're that they're they're intolerant. What other values? What other values do they talk about? Yeah, who or, or turning point? Well, there's a we'll we'll talk about it. We'll, okay, we'll we'll hold that for the for the oh, second hour. Okay, but but you know it. it I, in my opinion, I think it was more about going after Charlie Kirk. Oh, I mean Charlie Kirk is, the, is is running and leading Turning Point USA. Okay, so I think I think it's more targeted t- towards him. But I would like to see what type of groups are allowed on Taft's campus now. You know, yes, now did, you, did, did you hear about the the the, the oh I know what you're uh, about to say Satanist? Yeah, I was about to say it. Now how you how can you let a group of Satanists throw some kind of event, but yet you 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 don't want them to throw an event? Yeah. But 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 you ostracize anybody that has a Christian belief system. Right. You'll accept any and everything and everybody except anybody that has a Christian perspective or outlook. That's what I'm trying to say. What values are you trying to aspire to? Because that's not a, a Satan group is not an, uh, a, a value that I would hold dear. I wouldn't or, or I would want any kid to hold dear. So what values? So so oh, so the God. principal says. Um, in his note that the group doesn't support diversity and inclusion and contradicts the school's mission statement to educate global citizens to create a better world. Huh? See, 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 you see, you see where we're headed? Yeah. You see where we're headed? Yeah. The idea of American exceptionalism and all that doesn't matter because we have to be included in this global world. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Let's go to David. David, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John. Thanks for hey. taking my call. No problem. Uh, you see you seem down on yourself that you got deplatformed from YouTube, which is owned by Google. You know what I? You know, you know something. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> no, I'm not down. No. Actually, hey, listen, I've been I've been um, shadow banned and everything for Facebook for a whole year now. Um, so Facebook doesn't. I mean, I'm I'm still in red status for a whole year. It's like they don't they don't okay. you know recycle. So I'm not down. I do carry it as a badge of honor. Oh, I, I would. We should celebrate this. And I uh, came up with a new word, and maybe somebody came up with it before me, but it's obvious. You were replatformed to Rumble. You were, you're going to be maybe replatformed together. You know, we're we're being replatformed. Yeah, we are. To uh, freedom freedom platforms instead of oppressive corporatist run. You know, heavy handed. You know, censors basically. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, know what? Until we can push out the the, the places like Getter. You know, rumble and and make them a household name because I don't I still don't think they're a household name yet. But until I'm on Getter, so go find me on Getter. Um, I, I got the Rumble account, so hopefully somebody actually we watch. You can stream the Rumble the show right now on Rumble. So I I have been putting myself on there. I'm gonna I'm gonna contact the people at Getter to try to get a live stream from there too. But David, we got to go to break. Thanks so much for calling. Right. You, uh, oh, oh <laughs> there repeat. it is. <laughs> oh, repeat. Oh, my God. Oh, my boy, repeat. Oh. <laughs> Even the ones you trust stab you in the back. Repeat for the win. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM 560 Answer. I'm John. He's Rolan. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560 The Answer. Sub no. Welcome back to Black and Red Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, <laughs> Mr. Red Velvet. I'm not, I'm not the troublemaker anymore. These, these, no. uh, these platforms, they're the troublemaker. So during the break, 
um, a good friend of mine who lives in Arkansas now and I were uh, on social media on Facebook. We were having a conversation, and and Verlon, this is what li- listen. I'm 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 gonna read I'm gonna read what just happened. Hi, John and Verlon from the rainy Arkansas Ozarks. Happy to see that V got rid of that Verlon got rid of that nasty hat he had on last week. <laughs> and all I said was, yeah, he's a bum. And the Facebook community standard said I violated it because I was bullying. You always call me a bum all the, all the time, don't I? Yeah, it's, it's literally just right now, live as we did this. You can't even. You can't even play around with each other anymore. I mean, you know, that's just what guys do. I mean, they want us to be so feminine. They they, they, they are silencing the, you know, the alpha males yes. of the world. See, I wasn't going to say alpha male. I will. I'm not afraid. I'm, not, no, I'm an alpha. No, listen, I was going to say alpha, but I didn't even think that was an alpha word. No. That's just, I, I, you know, well, as you know, I don't know if you know, but bum is a term of endearment for me. I It's, uh, it's one of the words that I, 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 when I was at my son's funeral, I, I, I talked about, my kids like to, you know, call each other names. So yeah. I, I told them, uh, no more calling each other name. What you can call each other is a bum. And so I explain, I define what a bum is. It means you're beautifully, uniquely made. Oh. So when I call you a bum, it's a term of endearment. If I, you don't hear bum for me, bum is a term of endearment for me. Wow. You know, so that my kids now, they all say, you're a bum. <laughs> well, maybe they'll hear this and, you know, yeah, say, no, okay. Please, you, 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 <laughs> Man, please. I'm you, giving them the benefit of the you, doubt. You, you definitely giving them the benefit of the doubt. Oh. But 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 let's go back to the schools because because you know, I think it was Dan Prof on his Twitter, he said, get your kids out of Chicago public school system or or, or, or the public school system overall. Mm-hmm. Because Verlon, let's 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 take a look, let's take a step back mm-hmm. of everything that's happened here in the state of Illinois. Abortion on demand for thirteen years. You don't have to notify your parents, right? Yeah. The sex, the, the entirety of the sex education bill for our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Now allowing Satanist groups. Mm. Listen, some would say, "Well, I thought you believe in freedom." I do. My that's not my my problem is not that it's there. I'm sorry. I'm I'm uh, I believe in freedom. I be, I believe in it wholeheartedly. My problem is the hypocrisy of yeah. the hypocrisy of going after Christians or Christian groups or conservative groups, yet allowing everything else under the sun that, you know, and I know why they're going after Christians, because the Christian standard, there's a standard in Christianity. Yeah. And so many people think that standard is, is judgmental. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They do. I know that for a fact, but Dan's been talking about this for years. It's a war on Christianity. It is. And it truly is. I can't even argue with them. It's a war on Christianity. I don't know why they put them out there first and forward, but, uh, or foremost rather. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> wait, Mark, Mark, Mark Vargas from Mark, my words, from Mark Vargas heard every Sunday, seven and nine. See that little plug there. Uh-huh. He just tagged you. He said, he said, tune in. John Anthony live in studio with Verlon, Red Velvet, Galloway. I knew it. They I just completely it. got rid of Troublemaker. <laughs> it's over. Tru- no, Troublemaker's not over. Though. Okay, because I, I love it. I, yeah. I love it. I'm still going to call you Troublemaker. Let's go to the phone lines. Tony from the South Side. Welcome, brother. Hi, John. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I got no legitimate complaints, my friend. I'm 78 years old when I woke up this morning. 78 so years young. Go That's ahead. right. That's right. There you go. Listen, I was telling your screener, I don't want this to sound like a controversial issue, but I'm a, I'm a retired Chicago police officer. Yeah. And every time there's a incident in the country, uh, George Floyd or uh, 
the incident in uh, Chicago here, on and on. Whenever there's a black victim and a white officer, uh, we get uh, weeks upon weeks upon weeks of consternation. Yeah. I'm calling about the assassination of Ashley Babbitt during the quote-unquote insurrection. Yeah. Uh, where a black police officer just, for all intents and purposes, executed that woman because she posed absolutely no threat whatsoever to him. And we cannot get any information about the extent of the investigation of this particular incident. And I I believe, I'm 99.99% sure I know what your response is going to be. But I'm just curious to hear your take on it nonetheless. Uh, uh, Verlon, go ahead. I'll let you start. Tag tag that one. Well, thanks so much, Tony. You know, I I believe it's because the Democrats are in charge and it's because it's a black guy. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. With this woke Democrat party, a black guy can't get in trouble. They might if they do enough harm like the guy that ran over all of the elderly people in Wisconsin. But you know, the average black guy now is hard. It's hard as hell for them to get in trouble, man. Yeah, you know, and, and and that officer, the, he's covered. The way they're going to uh, uh, approach this is that he was protecting all the senators and and the representatives and he was he was protecting everybody. Nothing's ever going to happen to some, you know, somebody in that situation. Right. And and did you hear I I don't know. I I, I read it. I forget which 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 um, agency I was on, news agency I was on, but they didn't even interview him. They 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 didn't interview the the, the police officer. I'm, that's I, I think it was on. I think it, I don't know if it was a Victor Davis Hanson article or somebody's somebody's article, but he, he, here's what I think about this. I didn't see the threat level. To I don't know maybe the Capitol Hill police have different uh, rules of engagement as far as you know their use of force. I don't know. Maybe once you get to a certain level, a certain place, I don't know. But I didn't see the level of force that she was using that 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 would have allowed that officer to draw his weapon and shoot. She had no weapons on her. Um, now, granted, she shouldn't have climbed through the window. She shouldn't have been doing that. I'm look. She shouldn't have been doing that. Now, that's she, she was breaking the law at that moment. But was she breaking the law to the point or to the level where she should have lost her life? No, Mm-mm. no, because if that was a white man that shot her and, and and shot her and she was a black woman, what do you think the the what, what do you think the headlines? How those how would those headlines have read then? You think Nancy Pelosi and the Black Caucus and all those people would have sat down if a white man, Capitol Police officer, shot a black woman climbing through the window? Well. I think they would have had to because if they didn't, you can't use January 6th to your advantage the way they're doing now yeah, for like a whole it. year. They would have had to, even oh, if he was white, because she would have been conservative, right? Right. Okay. Fair there point. you go. They don't care about a black conservative. Right, 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 right. Okay. They only care about a, cer- a certain kind of blackness. Right. Okay. I, 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 you know what? I give that to you. I, I, I'll give that to you. But, you know, I, I think that whole thing, now that, they, they, you know, here's what I don't like about what I'm seeing about January 6th for long. Now it's like this big to-do, this big spectacle for the left. Mm-hmm. Oh, the day that we almost lost our country. Are you, are you, I almost said something else. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That was not the day we almost lost our country. 
If you think that the day we almost the day the the summer we almost lost our country, <laughs> let's talk about that. You know, you know, I can get down on that. Mm-hmm. We almost lost our country during the summer of 2020. You know, we didn't almost lose our country on January 6. Mm-hmm. You know, that was not an insurrection. No, <sighs> idiot. <laughs> That's right. But they they they. It's the theater. The, of course. Let me look. Look, I'm telling you, I had. Ricky Hendon. I had a lot of people on the left from Progressive Radio that I used to, uh, you know, announce with. And they kept calling my phone, kept calling my phone. Look at the TV. Look at the TV. This is an attack on our country. Now, mind you, because I was I was watching the Twilight Zone. I, 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 I did not even know what was going on. But right. when I turned to it, when I first turned to it, it did look bad. Yeah. Because the way they filmed it or the cameras caught it, people hanging off the walls, busting windows and all that. It looked bad. Yeah. Now those people should go to jail, and and I just didn't have anything to say. I, I but I wasn't going to be the first conservative to come on TV and say, or on radio rather, and say it's an insurrection. This was an attack on our democracy. Sounds like a punk. Yeah, I, I just you know I, I just watched. I took it all in, and I learned from people before me and say, wait, just take in all the information and wait. Just give it some time and wait and see how it plays out. Then you make your judgment. But yep. you know it was a riot as far as I'm concerned. But when we come back. I think we. I, I really want to dive into the hypocrisy that's happening across our country, uh, unless somebody calls and <laughs> shifts us, but and alters us, and alter what we want to do. And I also want to talk about, you know, the Supreme Court. You know, there was oh. a fifty-fifty win. You yeah. know, I, I was so happy to see that. You know, the Supreme Court say, you know what, uh, uh-uh. uh, you don't have the power to do this. You know, I, I wish it would have. I wish they would have just said unanimously on all on both counts. You, you don't have the power to do this. You know, because. You know, that's why we have legislative bodies. They're there to do the job of why that case was there in the first place, and they failed. They did not do their job. You listen to Black and Right on AM five sixty Answer. I'm John Anthony. Skip, hold the line. I'll take you when we get back. And now more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Red Radio on AM560. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio with Red Velvet himself, Verlon the Troublemaker. Yeah, I swear okay. to God, I'm going to wear a blue suit next to me. Uh, <laughs> hey, how about stay away from the pimp imagery suits, man. Suede and hot red and yellow. I'm and, the throwback. <laughs> speaking of, let's go to the phone lines. We got a surprise caller calling in. Uh, what's going on, brother? John, I just it's Vargas here, and I just I wanted know. to give you a quick call and uh, and say hello to my friend over there, Red Velvet. What's going on, Mark? Verlon, man, it's always good to see, you, and I'm glad they're they were playing your theme music, man. <laughs> All because of you and George and Sean from Crown Point. <laughs> well, well, that's what happens, right, Mark? <laughs> that's right. Well, you can you can blame me. Hey, and real quick. You know, John, I think I've I thought of another one-liner for you when talking about January sixth. Uh-huh. You know, and I think it's it's interesting that the the Democrats, you know, want to keep talking about the insurrection, but they refuse to talk about Hunter Biden, Eric Swalwell's erection. Oh, Swalwell's, and Swalwell's affair with a Chinese spy. 
yeah. and the national security concerns that that creates. And let's not forget that Swalwell also serves on the House Intelligence Committee. Yeah, yeah, He's exactly. He's got the highest security clearances that uh, you can get in the United States government, top secret. And, and Mark, he's having an affair with the Chinese spy, and he's still sitting on the House Intelligence. Yeah, and you and I both know the Chinese have all type of um, technology that can, you know, if he has some anything on his phone, anything on his laptop, they're able to, to, to take all and everything that's on there, uh, especially if there's anything intelligence related, you know? Where's the no, investigation? It, it's right. And, you know, I, I had to go through a government security clearance when I worked for the Secretary of Defense. The reason why they check everything, including your credit history, parking tickets, if you're late paying anything, they want to know. Why? Because at that level for government security clearances, they want to make sure that you're not vulnerable to yeah. uh, enemies, yeah. right? And having an affair with a Chinese spy, uh, that takes it to a whole new level. It really does. Uh, what you got coming up on the show this Sunday? Tomorrow, I should say. Well, you know. Well, listen, we're going to be talking a lot about what uh, what uh, the Supreme the impact of the U.S. Supreme Court decision yeah. about the vaccine mandate. Uh, so we're really going to be talking about that. And I know you've got the uh, Turning Point students coming in today, and yes. I, I'm going to have them on my show tomorrow as well. Uh, and we're just going to be talking about the event coming up. So it's going to be a it's going to be a great show, man. But you always you always uh, lead the charge, man. So I'm just always <laughs> following following in your footsteps on well, Sunday night. Well, I appreciate that. And, that. and that voice is Mark Vargas, host of the show, Mark My Words with Mark Vargas, heard every Sunday. I, I don't know if you heard the plug earlier. I gave you a plug earlier, um, 7 to 9 p.m. Did you hear the plug I gave you earlier? The shameless plug? I, I, I did not, man, <laughs> but keep it up. I appreciate that. All right, Mark Vargas. Thank you so much for calling, brother. Thanks, guys. All right. See you. Let's go to Kip. Kip, waking, yeah, real quick, you believe the waking of America? Uh, yeah, huh? America's waking up, you think? Yes, absolutely. Thanks for taking my call. Let me get to it real quick, because Mark pretty much said about January 6th, and you guys are hitting it pretty good there, but my call is there's an awakening in America between truth and and, and lies and bad and and good and... and, and it, and it's there's not going to be an oh shucks. What side do you prefer? I think it's coming down to everybody's going to know where they're standing here, especially on these next election series coming up. And uh, just look at what's going on. We're living in the real time of uh, tyranny and what our masters now administratively now in power in the blue states and in Washington, they want to manage the tyranny. Yeah. They want they want control. I'm gonna say they're not managing; on. they're controlling the tyranny. Yeah, they're that's not, right. It's I, managed ca- tyranny, well, and, and it's controlling it on yeah. the one side. You, you know, and yeah. but 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 there is a God above us, and your his our enemies are his enemies. That's right, and. We stick to the truth and and stand our ground. Protect your freedoms. Protect yourselves, and love life because you're seeing the greatest, probably, ever thing historically within our country, but within the world too. And you hit it earlier with how the with the globally instead of our nation. Right. We're not going to be through this pandemic. Until it's 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 done globally, and, uh, or until we get real leadership and power. 
You got it, my friend. Yeah. And and at the beginning is now. That's it's right. now this year, right. and uh, and everything. And you guys are doing a wonderful job. I pray for you all. And guess what? What's up? Pray pray for those that disagree with you. Oh yeah. That they that they that they'll they'll open their eyes. The God will put some water on them and, <laughs> and, and take the sap from their eyes, and they'll see. But look what's going on now. Yeah. Look at they split the hey, baby. Yeah, they that's true. Kip, Kip, I gotta go to break, but thank right, you so bye. much for all the time for the calls and for the support of the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, Don, hold the line. I'll take you when we come back from break. Uh, Troublemaker, you're a little quiet today. I don't like the quietness there. No. I, no, you got to stir up some stuff. I think I think you need to call I, out I told you I told you what I'm about to do. Oh, let's you, go. We come talk back. about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you listen to The Black and Right. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Let that marinate right there. Repeat. Turn it up a little bit, repeat. Like that, don't you? He had the best of both worlds. He could hit the high note, or he had his yeah. natural, natural man voice. That's true. He could do both. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM Five Sixty. I'm your host, John Anthony. Yeah, repeat know what to do. <laughs> I love repeat. Uh, sitting in studio with live all three hours on the radio, twelve to three. No preemptions or anything. Verlon, the troublemaker, Galloway. I'm, I'm glad we got a little extra time to talk because, yeah. ooh, boy, this vote. Wait, 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 wait. Let's oh, let's, oh, let's, oh. let's get Don. Let's okay. talk to Don first. And okay. You'll you right. have. You're right. You're right. Because you, you, you've been boring today. No. <laughs> Don, welcome to Black and Right. Thanks for holding. Hey, guys. I'm sorry they keep you off of Facebook. I guess your voice doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't. It's really huh. ridiculous. I'm learning. But, you know, I think that when you talk about hypocrisy, I don't think we see that anything more than in the school system. You know, I think if Lori Lightfoot really wanted reform, if she really wanted the kids back into school, wouldn't you go right to the data of what they're producing? Wouldn't you say, yeah. hey, you need to get back to school because our African-American community is only reading at 12 percent proficiency? Yes. Wouldn't you bring that up? But no. And she's completely tied to it. Right. In 2019, that's the, the stats that I'm referring to. They had 25% of their budget was tied to evidence-based funding, like $1.5 million. Yeah. What, and that is tied to kids with special needs and uh, poor low-income families. Wow. What percent of that is actually going to the kids? Probably, what, 5 10%? Who, I, I have no idea. But th- th- that data, that's, whoever runs for governor, they need to push this data. Push this data and don't let them get around the narrative of everything is fantastic. Right. Districts like to control the narrative, especially when they know their own statistics. They That's don't true. like it. <laughs> they want to put on a different picture. Yeah. And you got you to gotta say, no, this is really what you represent. You're representing failure. And we're bringing it up because we want to see change. We want to see reform. Yeah. But, you know, um, John, I wanted to ask you a question. You sure. said when you were a rep, that you actually try to get school change in school form in with a bill, and you received nothing oh, but resistance. The Can you bill. explain what happened? So it was the trigger. Well, basically, because it was a, a, a pro-choice, pro-parent bill, uh, it was a trigger bill, 51% trigger bill. Basically, if 51% of the parents came together in the school district, um, they'd be able to, I mean, shift and change a lot as, as far as how 
they they parents would have gained more so much control over their parents over their over their kids' education. But you know the a um, the American Federation of Teachers, um, all of the all of the 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 um, lobbying groups um, for like CTU. Oh, they hated me for for introducing that bill, and I uh, I got to give a shout out to Miles Mendoza, who was the one that that gave who's the impetus who gave me the idea for that bill. But um, I'm sorry if the moment we give parents back complete control over their kids' education, I think that's the time. That's the that's what they're afraid of. And if we got to elect leaders who are willing to push the, these type of, you know, out the out out of the box ideas, and and just say simply, uh, my kids' life matters so much more than your bureaucracy. Well, John, that trigger bill that you just mentioned actually passed in California. Yeah, there I know. A movie. Yeah, there's a movie called Won't Back Down, and if anybody really wants to see what it's like to be poor or have a disability, watch that movie, and you'll get a taste of what we taste in life, yeah. what we deal with with the school system. So. Thank you, mu- right. thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, Don. All right, Villan, real quick. Let's let's now. Uh, you've been talking about Christine Cinema. We'll we'll do this in the next few segments on on this. Okay. Um, let's start with Chris, uh, uh, Senator Cinema, right? Yeah, Cinema. Senator Christine um, Cinema. Uh, and and the backdrop is, you know, there's a bill to to end the filibuster, right? Uh, so that they can pass a lot of these different yeah. far left, outrageous um, bills yeah. that will become law. That would completely alter who we are as a nation. That's right. And this is what Christine Cinema had to say. To save the country from radical policies, depending on whether you serve in the majority or the minority, the Senate 60s vote threshold has proved maddening to members of both political parties in recent years. Did you hear what she said? To save the country from radical bills? Right. But then she says this. And while I continue to support these bills, I will not support separate actions that worsen the underlying disease of division infecting our country. Now, what's the Come one on, bill? Man. Right. What's the one bill you're talking about, though? Now, it's, it's, it's well, the filibuster. She won't support the filibuster. Correct. She does support these ideas, but she's trying to have it both ways. Yeah. That's why I asked the question. Is Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema heroes? Or are they saving themselves self-upliftment and self-preservation? Because mm-hmm. they know if they end the filibuster, they're voted out in West Virginia and Arizona because those two states don't want the John Lewis in the, sh- in the shade Uh-oh. of day. I think you're calling somebody out with that. In the shade of day voters rights bill. Yeah, because people like Phil from Blue Island. Man, he texted me. I don't know how many times we went back and forth. And then we <laughs> argued on the phone for an hour, over an hour, about he, listen, he, he likes to beat around the bush. You know how he talks. Yeah. He doesn't like, I know, I get the gist of it. He doesn't like the, uh, uh, how would you say it? Uh, the way the way the voting process is right now, the uh, the electoral college. Okay? But can I say I'm something? Real quick? Can I say something real quick? Yeah. So how is the vote? So, so this is what I don't understand about how the left thinks. Joe Biden got eighty one million votes, right? It does, right? That, wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. He got eighty one million votes, right? And he won. Yeah, but he wants the eighty one million votes to count as the popular vote. See, they don't they don't want the electoral college. They want the popular vote to be the vote. One man, one vote. That means right, every pose vote. Pose that question again. What? I like that question. But really quickly, pose that question again. Oh, uh, he wants to destroy the electoral college. He wants it to be one man, one vote, popular vote. I said question. You didn't need well, you, you, to. I'm going all the way down <laughs> the line. and You're going back to a question. Hey, you got to circle finish, back. Let's finish this. Okay. We're going to circle back. Circle back. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Thomas 
It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Welcome back. To Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Mr. Red Velvet himself, Verlon Galloway. Okay. Uh, okay, oh, wait, wait, before oh. the break, we were talking, I made a comment. I don't understand the, 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 the left or so the Democrats, you know, fight. On one hand, they said Joe Biden got 81 million votes. And then on the other hand, they said there's voter suppression. Which is it? They believe the Electoral College is a way for states, certain states, to suppress the vote, like a okay. Mississippi, Alabama, whatever. The, but if it was federal, the John Lewis, quote unquote, Voters' Right Act, Every person's vote will count individually of the Electoral College, and that's what they want. They won't say it that way, so they use John. They want to hide behind John Lewis's name, Uh-oh. but that's what they uh, want. You gon' you feel gonna come after you? Well, I, I want him to. He probably doesn't even know we was on. An so, hour early. so is this is this why Senator Manchin said this? These are points that I've been making for an awful long time, and she has to. We need changes to make the Senate work better, not getting rid of the subcommittees. Because if, right. they, if they got rid of that, I mean. All they would need is 50 plus one. Listen, Joe Manchin's old school. He knows that if you get rid of this filibuster, the country's done. And he likes it the way it is. He, and then let me tell you something. He's going to be owed a lot of favors yeah. next go around. Yeah. And he's going to get them yeah. for his state. Yeah. That's the way politics is. You don't want to always tell me it's politics, not policy. Well, well, because this is all politics. Because, I mean, you look at, you look at the both, both of these people that are, that are making these decisions. Kristen Sinema in Arizona. Joe Manchin in West Virginia. I mean, Joe Manchin votes for that. He's out. That's Kristen right. Manchin votes for that. I mean, Kristen Sinema votes for that. She's out. That's why. It's a, I mean, probably she probably would survive Arizona because it's, it's, it's become such a purple state now. Uh, I said still, probably oh, okay. because it's such a purple state but now. But this is the reason why I asked the question. Are they heroes or are they se- saving themselves? Self-preservation. Yeah. They but, know the people of their state. Why would you fall on the sword for Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer? I wouldn't fall on the sword for them. Well, Lose my job. That's a good question. Uh, give us a call, 312-642-5600. Are they heroes or not? Or are they just playing politics? I think it's, it's all politics. But I, I really do think Joe Manchin, for, I do believe he, 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 he really... Because they come after him with such yeah. vitriol. Oh, they they done messed him. Yeah, calling him racist. Yeah. The, the squad calling him racist and everything they said about him. Yeah. Oh, they 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 just. I, I still. I'm not, even though the other Pete's not here, I'm not going to use the p word. But they peed him off. Yeah. So he's done. Yeah. He's he's done. he doesn't want to talk to anybody anymore. No, it's, it's, it's not just Pete. This is not Pete. That's the whole station. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't say. Remember, I, I gave you the differentiation. Yeah, yeah. You showed me. You know. Can I say Pete? Well. No. <laughs> Let's just stay away from that word. How about that? Okay. Don't get me in trouble with the station now. How about that? No, okay, okay. We got somebody. But, but you know, I, I'm, Vilan, okay, let's just go to the phone now because <laughs> I got so much to say about that. Candace, welcome to Black and Right. Good morning, you hey. guys. Um, I, okay, I got in a little bit of trouble this week. Um, Wait, you, not, you getting in trouble? Okay, come on. Well, I was on the morning show and I said that, you know, I'm tired. And I've said this to you before, John, and you agree that the conservative radio people are not saying, um, they're not educating our side enough about it. And too many people on our side are scared. And I was explaining to your um, your producer that, hey, you think they're going to win midterms, but not if people are scared to death to go out and start doing this white ballot uh, junk all over again. Because, you know, I'm involved in all that. And, 
you know, they're frightening people again, like this, like we're in the same position we were two years ago. And I don't hear enough from the conservative radio side. They should be, by now you guys should be saying it's over. The only new variants are created in the booster. Okay, every time you boost, you create a new variant. Okay? And that should be said. Because, yeah. I, I mean, our side is still too scared. Hey, Candace, I said it's over. I've drawn the line. Tyranny or freedom. Freedom or tyranny. I never put yeah. tyranny in front of freedom. Freedom or tyranny. That's where I'm at. Thank P- you. People will Thank have you. to choose what America they want to see in the coming years. And I choose the free America. Thanks so much for calling us, yeah. Candace. You listen to the Black and White Radio. We'll be right back with Turning Point, a group of Turning Point USA kids. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Red Velvet, Verlon Galloway. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just back to, <clears throat> I'm trying to calm down. Why? Oh, you, you got a little heated. I was getting heated, I was getting heated, yes. Well, as you know... um, I love freedom. Um, I, I despise the mandates. Um, I'm not somebody who will tell people what to do with their life. You want to go get the, you know what? You go ahead and get the, you know what? You want to wear the muzzle? Go ahead and wear the muzzle. Just don't think you're going to be able to force me to do what you want to do. Uh, I will not adhere to it. Well, that's, that that simple, Villain. Well, that's why the Supreme Court. Judgment was was uh, so important, and I know people's giving giving them a fifty fifty on it. I would give it a fifty fifty because by me being in nursing, I'm still trapped behind enemy lines when it comes to the mandate. But if you really want to be technical and fair, they saved eighty million people from having to take the shot. Now they still have to deal with their employer. Maybe some empl- employers are woke. Maybe some are conservative. So it depends on what job you work at. But it's not it's not forced upon you. You can right. at least you can go look for another job, right? Because we we had somebody on the show that had a list of jobs that was not making you get the you know yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. so so you know you can you can at least find you another job and not have to worry so much. Well, joining us to discuss more about ending the mandates, it's a group of um, I don't want to call them kids because they're not kids. A group of students. How about that? Who are are rallying. Um, it's go, they have an event coming up called Freedom Unleashed Chicago Rally to End the Mandates. On, it's coming up on January, Saturday, January 29th. That's what that's uh, the 29th. And I might be emceeing. I don't know yet. Mm. I was told, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be at the um, James Thompson Center, uh, 100 West Randolph. Um, a group of students from Turning Point USA, we have, I want to thank Julie Kauf. Is it Kaufman? Kaufman? Kaufman, yes. Kaufman. Yep. Uh, we have Got on it. the line Leslie Mendona, Mendoza. I'm sorry. And I just see Emmy, Emma and Peter. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. So who wants to take a stab? Because 
Turning Point, in my opinion, gets a lot of bad press, a lot of bad rap when it comes to being like this this outrageous organization. When when I've been a part and I've seen so much good that you do in communities, uh, you, first of all, you're not a racist group. Uh, <laughs> no matter what you know, people say, no matter what places like TAF um, says, I, I know Charlie. I've known Charlie for a very long time. Um, and I know Charlie's nowhere near any of that. Charlie just wants, he wants freedom to rule and reign. So who is, what is Turning Point um, USA? And what are you guys, what's the mission of this event coming up on um, Saturday the 29th? Anybody? Anybody can take that step. Anybody? Yes. Leslie, go ahead. (laughs) So I think what we are trying to show people is that people still have a choice to do what they want. And listening to the government isn't what you have to do um, if you don't want to. Right? So you still have a choice in um, whatever you want to do, whatever it is in life. Yeah. Um, and you still have that freedom because that is what living in the U.S. has given us the privilege of doing. Um, because I think that we have rights for a reason. Yeah. Um, and this is one of them, and I think these mandates are a big overreach um, of the government. And I think that if we get out there, that we can really inspire some students and other people to get involved. Because if we don't get involved now, I think we are really seeing a preview of, of what the future is going to look like. Um, now, then it's going to get to a point where it's a little too late. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Verlon Galloway. I, I got a question for you. Because um, I really don't... So, in, anybody. anybody, uh, well, any, anybody that's listening right now, because I don't interact with a lot of young people anymore. Uh, since I stopped working at Jewels and Walgreens, I used to interact with a lot of young people and get their opinions. But um, when you talk to other young people, is there a fear that's placed upon them as far as taking the you-know-it? Or is there a willingness to go out there and get vaccinated uh, which one is it? Is it a fear or a willingness from what they what, what they see in the media? I believe, John, hi, it's Pete here. I believe that there is a fear that all of these students are afraid of to rise up and afraid to have their voices heard because of cancel culture and the environment that we're put in at schools and the education system, especially with this ongoing cancel culture. And as for the vaccine, I think that a lot of them have been basically sold a lie and that they feel like it's their duty to get vaccinated instead of doing their own research. Um, so basically they're just listening to everything that's being told to them instead of doing the research for themselves. And I feel like that's a really big issue. And I feel like a lot of people are afraid to stand up for what's right and what they believe in because they're afraid of any backlash they'll receive or any hate they receive. Yeah. So what gave you the will? What gave you and your friends and, and your group the will to stand up against this tyranny? Well, I knew since the beginning that something was not right about these lockdowns, that something was not right about this whole situation that we were all being put into. And I knew that something had to change. So we began doing some of the rallies right when the pandemic started and the lockdown started. And I think that more young kids need to rise up and do the research for themselves, figure out what's going on in this country and what the solution is. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, I, I love it because, you know, 
you know, from what I see, people are giving up. You know, you got all these suicides. The suicide rate doubled because of, like what you just said, the lockdowns and people not being able to be around family and friends. And then you just got people just, just hiding, just hiding in the homes like, like scared cats. And I'm just so glad that I see youth. Yeah. You are the people yeah. that give me hope. Like yeah. John always tell me, don't lose hope. I told you. You give me hope that we can turn this thing around. Hey, hey, Leslie, Emma, Peter, and Julia, listen, I tell Belon this all the time. I, I The reason why I don't give up on Illinois is because I look behind me and I see generations coming up. People like you, Julia, Leslie, Emma, and Peter, who are willing to put it all on the line now as a young person to fight for a better Illinois, a better America. Um that's why I, that's one of the reasons why Vermont, I said don't give up hope yet just yet on Illinois because we have strong leaders like this who are going I, I was at an event with um, Leslie um, in, at Lyles Township and they, they, they moved us but you should have saw how these young people behaved they were very professional and, Le, and these are high school students they were very professional and we're out there saying, you know what? We're not giving up. We still we, we moved across the street and we had a wang dang doodle of a, of a time, <laughs> of a time. Remember that, Leslie? I do remember that. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. You got something to say, Julie? No, I was just gonna say I agree with you, John. There's so much hope um, in these young people. So, my role with Turning Point is I oversee all the chapters in Northern Illinois and Northern Indiana. Oh wow! And there's over 30 high school chapters um, and about 30 college chapters as well. And so there is so much hope. And um, yeah, it's just incredible to see all of these young people get together. And you know, Leslie threw uh, over a hundred person event, and that's that is incredible. Yeah. And with with it getting canceled as well. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's not only incredible to see these young people, but then to see how they inspire um, the other generations as well. And so that's what we're kind of urging young people to do is to come to a rally like this, to meet other young people as well, to feel like you're not alone yeah. um, in what you're going through and to be able to to really relate to other high school students and college students as well. So, so Julie, if some, let's, let's say there's somebody listening, because uh, I have a lot of young people that listen to the show. Yeah, that's awesome. And they're high school age, college age kids. What if they wanted to start a chapter? At their, if, if there's not a chapter at their high school or college, how does one go about starting that? You got a minute to do to tell me. Yeah, so they can go on Turning Point USA's um, online page. Um, it's tpusa.com slash get involved. And they can fill out a get involved form basically saying where they go to high school or college um, and even post college too, um, and just say that they would like to get involved in starting a chapter. And then their um, field representative from wherever they may be um, will get into contact with them about how to start one. So okay. it's pretty simple. <laughs> and, and, and I want I want to hold you for one more segment. If that's okay. Is that okay? You guys almost here? <laughs> I should say that, Leslie yeah. and Emma and Peter. Oh, we we just pulled over so we could talk. To oh, okay, you, but, that's fine um, then. That's fine then. But I, <laughs> but I really want to talk about something that's that's now really become near and dear to my heart when it comes to how these mandates have affected our our young people in school, uh, in schools and in, and in colleges. And what and to Valon's point, we're seeing suicide rates, you know, skyrocket because there's nothing there. And I know you guys, you guys, that's one of the things that you, you guys deal with as far as um, Turning Point USA. So when we come back for break, I want to dive a little bit more into that. And then talk. Then we finish it off with the event that's coming up on January 29th. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. On the line and in the studio with Turning Point USA students, I'm telling you, don't give up on America. We'll be right back. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect my 
Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker himself, Lon Galloway, Mr. Red Velvet. Uh, before the break, we were talking with Julia, Leslie, Emma, and Peter from Turning Point USA. Uh, we were discussing, you know, some of the things that they've been doing. But as, um, Julia, whoever wants to take a stab at this, um, you guys are students. You you you're around a lot of students. You attend you you, you attend uh, college campuses, high school campuses. How much has mental when when it comes to mental health? When it comes to mental health, how much has has these mandates and these lockdowns affected the kids that you guys service and see? You, Julia, because yeah, you're on yeah. the end. Well, I think the biggest thing is that a lot of the students now with online classes, it becomes difficult to be around people your own age. And now with these vaccine mandates, not only is it hard in school um, because they're being forced to take them, but also like trying to go to the movies and trying to you know, get a bite to eat at a restaurant, it's all become so difficult. And so now we're cooped up in our houses um, and we're not able to have that freedom of a normal high school or college student. And so that really affects anyone's mental health, you know, but especially young people for sure. Um, But with Turning Point, you know, we give them that community of people um, to be around and, and, you know, we're always here to support on a national level as right, well. Right. Um, so. and, and, and I think that's key when it comes to kids. And I think, that's, I think that's the unintended consequence that a lot of these leaders didn't think about when it came to you know, their, their draconian methods of, of locking us down, mandating, um, that they were separating a lot of these kids from their friends. You know, yeah. physical interaction, being with somebody, you know, you know, you know, playing basketball and doing all these things. That was obsolete for so many uh, months, and I think it affected these kids in ways that that they, the leaders, did not um, take into account. What do you guys think about that? Oh, absolutely, and I think that the people making this, these decisions, um, they're not sitting in a classroom for eight hours a day with a mask on, right? right? They're not seeing what these students are actually going through, and they're not, I mean, experiencing experiencing it firsthand so for them to be able to make these decisions and not actually be able to like see what it's like i think it's tough and it's taking a toll on students yeah you got got some yeah but but you know i i I look at um these kids as you guys know um suicide is definitely something that's become near and dear to my heart because of me losing my 18 year old son and i saw the shift have you guys seen some that shift in some of your friends where it, it looks like they're going into a little dark place um, and, and, and they're, they're ostracizing themselves, you know, don't want to be around anybody. Have, have you, are you guys, have you guys seen that since this has happened? I think Peter and Emma can agree with me on this. Um, but we've definitely seen it in school because people are just keeping to themselves so much more. Yeah. And I think with the lockdowns and everything, um, it just became a normal thing to do. And we're just stuck on our phones all the time. And, yeah so used to being behind a screen and on our school computers um even then so it's tough to like genuinely be able to have a conversation with people nowadays just because we're so stuck on being on our phones and people don't want to uh get out there and talk because they're just keeping themselves so much here's what i would say and i I, I would love emma and peter to chime in too because i want what would you so what would you say to our elected officials if you had an opportunity 
to sit with J.B. Pritzker, Lori Life, for anybody that's in leadership that are making these decisions, what's, what's something that you would say to them about how these mandates and lockdowns have affected you? Anybody can go. I would like to first tell them, John, um, we've seen mental health decline the last two years. Four, five, six, seven-year-olds to high schoolers. It doesn't matter how old they are, John. Um, these are the earliest parts of our lives that we're supposed to remember that. Five and six-year-olds, they need that peer-on-peer connection. They can't be isolated in their home. They should not be wearing masks because that's their only coping mechanism right now. So when they're older, they're going to have PTSD. They're not going to know how to cope. They're going to want to be isolated. We've had a suicide, two suicides in my school in the last two years because of these lockdowns. Basically, if you're going to not allow kids to find joy in doing things like playing football, lacrosse, extracurricular activities, you're not going to let them do that, and you're going to make them isolated from their friends, and they may already have mental health issues prior to that, it's only going to affect them worse. So I would love to see Lori Lightfoot, who is um, so, so you she, she's not been in a classroom. She needs to go in a classroom. She needs to sit down with students and see how we live our lives every single day and how it's not right what they're doing. So you all would agree that the human aspect from your interaction is falling by the wayside? Absolutely. Yeah, like like what she just said when I when I heard her say that she's in her phone or in front of the computer screen. Leslie, Leslie. It, they're just trying to turn you into little computers. Yes, yeah. Leslie, when Leslie said that. Yeah. They're turning you into little computers. You know, yeah. you, you don't feel as, as much as you used to. And there's so much fear, too, I think. Like, fear of the unknown. Fear, like, how long is this going to last? Are we ever going to be back to normal? And that's that's a lot of stress on uh, 14, 15, 16, and, and all the way up, right? It, it only starts... Um, as a young age, and then it just, you know, the fear just, I think, keeps increasing, increasing, increasing. Um, and so I think that's a huge thing, too, is, is like our phones are the things that are familiar to us. Right. Um, and so we gravitate towards those things. But, but that's, not, that's not normal, right? Like, right. we're supposed to be able to talk to one another. We're supposed to, like Peter said, be able to go out and play a game of football. Like, that's, that's what humanity is all about, mm, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's very difficult. It's sad, um, but like you said, John earlier, there is so much hope, and I see it a lot in these in these young students. So, so you too, Emma. I want Emma to talk. <laughs> Emma, Emma, what yeah, would you um, what would you say if if you had an I mean, opportunity? Not even, sure, not even to mention that we are the lowest. We're at, we're at the lowest risk. Our group, um, being high schoolers, college kids, you know, even kids in elementary school, we're the lowest risk. So making um, our prime years into really, you know, stressful and depressing um, the, the situation is really damaging to the mental health, as you guys said, of this uh, group of people. So the things that we're doing that really shouldn't be focused on this age group are really detrimental. Um, wow. Really low numbers of deaths, cases, uh, hospitalizations for younger kids, very right. low. Well, they're, they're, if, you, if you look at the numbers last year, I believe the number was there were 140. Well, since the pandemic has begun, 100. And, I believe the number was 145 school age kids have been shot and killed in the city of Chicago, wow. and I believe it was like what seven to ten, seven yeah. or ten um, young people school age have died from COVID. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> I think that people have to realize that there's a bigger pandemic on our hands, especially in Chicago. Yeah. I think the violence and the toll that it's taking on young kids 
is terrible. And I think it's a, one of the more important things that we have to focus on. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's why we, we, we have to, that's why events like what you're doing on Saturday, let's go, talk, let's talk about that. Um, I, there's so many questions. Like I, I got one question because, because young people, I, I, I don't think a lot of the young people really understand why America really is the greatest country at the moment. And, and, and that has ever been created America and I think we have to start, you know, I, do they teach that in school, the greatness, the exceptional of America anymore? Oh, so I think I can speak pretty yeah. well on this. Um, so at my school, we're actually changing our curriculum and we're basically building BLM into it so oh. that people can learn the base, the racist background <sighs> of our nation. Uh-oh, you, uh-oh. you're getting Verlon pumped up over there. <laughs> BLM, critical race theory, gender theory, it's all being included in curriculums. Like, even in math classes, I mean, they push it wherever they can possibly fit it. Because if they can indoctrinate the younger the younger population, it'll just carry on over. And that's the goal yeah. of, I think, the, the school, both the school boards yeah. right now and especially our city. So we have all of that, but we can't have Turning Point USA and Taft High School. <laughs> this yeah, is that makes a lot of sense. And not only Taft, it's like every single Chicagoland school is having, I mean, Leslie can speak to Emma, I'm sure Peter can also just how difficult it is to get turning point in their schools. It's it's truly ridiculous, <laughs> really. This is what I argue with people like Phil and other racist black people. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They think they think gender and blackness has to be tied to every single subject. You can't have kitchen table issues without having some kind of race some kind of race included into it. Racial it's, component to it, right? Yes, racial component. It's asinine. It is. God. But that's 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 the the new America that they're trying to create. But that's why I'm glad we have people like Leslie, uh, Julia, Emma, and Peter who are standing on that front line saying, uh, "Not in our generation. We're going to be the fighters that says we believe in America. We believe in the Declaration of Independence. We believe in the uh, the, the United States Constitution. That document still matters to us. Yeah. That's why we cannot give up." On America, that's why we cannot give up on Illinois. Uh, I'm gonna hold you guys over for one more second so we can discuss um, things. Amish, hold on line. We'll be right back. Bob, don't go. Back to black and right with John Anthony on AM560, the answer. Red. Well, okay. You're gonna get some velvet. You're gonna get some black and red velvet in a minute. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. That song is Verlon's now theme song, uh-huh. Red Velvet. Uh, <laughs> so, red, so he played, he wore red. You were at the, um, Leslie, at Freedom Summit, right? Did you show up to Freedom Summit? No? Maybe. Okay. He had a suede red velvet. <laughs> a suede. Somebody said you look like a red velvet cake, right? <laughs> yeah. Black shirt. Red suede jacket, suede red suede shoes. So he now has his own theme music. But before we go on, let's 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 clear out the phone lines. Uh oh, I'm um, Amish Texter. Just understand, we have young people here. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. This is this is Amish PG rated. Are you kidding me? First of all, thank God for them because in this world of hate and this world of bandit, first of all, I do want to say, you know, you mentioned why if these people only knew what the effect of the bandit was, the point is they don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't care at all. Okay. They are tyrants. 
And that's why we need people like Turning Point to fight these people in the future. Thank God yeah. for these young people. I tell you what, man, I would be with you if I was at that age. I, I would have been there on the front lines with you. Thank you for you guys. Yeah. And in all this hate in this world and these people, like, you know, Verlon, my, my brother from another mother, mentioned uh, a, a very misguided guy from Blue Island. In all this hate, I just want to say I love you two guys. <laughs> hey, he's on want, the line. I just want to spread the love. <laughs> he's love on the line. He's, he's on, on the line. Oh, great. <laughs> well, listen, real quick, I, in all this talk, I have a little poem that I did, and I shared with uh, the Dan and Amy uh, morning show on Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it has to do with it has to do with mandates, it has to do with only politics, and it has to do with, uh, I don't know if you guys heard that Mankow said he was going to run yeah, the government. Yeah, I saw that, I saw that. So if, if I may, go can ahead. I go? Please Here. do. All right. SCOTUS issued the ruling... The ruling on OSHA's mandate to jab all of us with an experimental leaky genetically modified secret sauce that doesn't appear to give any immunity except for Big Pharma, while Omicron continues to exact brash COVIDian mandate karma, leaving businesses with more than 100 workers able to prosper without further drama. But lest you think this decision will inoculate you against Illinois Democrat tyrants, let me remind you, there's still Mayor Triple Threat Beetlejuice, Jeremy <laughs> Queen Sugar Grady, and Governor Fred Flintstone Head, Jelly Belly Pritzker, the 450 Trust Fund Baby Toilet Defendant, who like nothing better than to rule your life by imperial commandment. But hey... What's that I see arising from the Illinois cesspool swamp gas? A gubernatorial candidate to replace the existing goober who is known for being a radio smart aleck or something else that rhymed with. Yeah, I get it. A man known as Man Cow to replace the man that resembles a real Man Cow. But as much as this case of bovine replacement engenders Illinois gubernatorial vast improvement, my support is not hard to divine of a real businessman candidate with a conservative mind. Oh, others really may cool. be inclined others may be inclined to bovines, but when asked to opine, my choice for governor is Gary Rabine. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, the Amish texter. <laughs> yeah, you deserve an Oscar for that performance. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, thanks so much for uh, calling us, brother. All right, hey, God bless you guys, right, every one of you. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. <laughs> you guys, if you guys don't listen to um, Dan and Amy in the morning, you have to. He calls in, especially on Fridays, and gives like all these type of things every Friday. And he's he's one of the greatest, one of the one of the, just one of the greats. And so glad that he um, calls and talks and listens to the show. So um, let's go to Bob real quick. Bob, you want to know? Yeah, this is this is Bob from Buffalo Grove. Hey. I'm another caller to. Um uh, Amy and Dan's program, and I met both you guys at Freedom Summit. Love, and remember Verlon's um, jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Let me offer the following for your guests, there, your students. Um, I'm a, an alum, long, long time ago. Should I date myself? Uh, Sixty years ago, oh. to William Howard Taft High School, and I've been trying to follow the story on the fact that. Um, Somehow you're having difficulties establishing a uh, turning point chapter at that high school. Oh, yeah. That's correct. (laughs) Is there any news to report? Are you getting any movement? And I'm curious, what other chapters 
do they have there? Because uh, being an alum, and we had our, a um, couple years ago, we had our um, 55th reunion, and the principal was there, and he was bragging about all the various activities that they have uh, at the school. I think he claimed they had like about 87 different activities that the, uh, the uh, students can participate in. Yeah. So, uh, again, for your students, uh, great what you're doing. And I'm just wondering how it's going with regards to, um, uh, getting a chapter there. Hey, Bob, we're going to answer that when we come back from the break. Um, thanks so much for joining us. I'll have them answer that when we come back from the break. Um, <laughs> uh, please, Phil, we're running behind. Let me tell you what Phil wants to talk to you when he comes back. He said, "You young people don't understand racism." So think about that over yeah. the break. Yeah, he did. He, he actually said that. Uh, you're listening to Black and White Radio on AM five six of the Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in, in a full, you know, standing room only right now with Turning Point USA <laughs> students. Uh, so glad to have you guys here. Um, joined by my guest co-host, Valon, the troublemaker, Galloway. Um, before we go on, because I, I had uh, Max... Solomon uh, gubernatorial candidate scheduled to come on the show. But before we go to Max, we have to take this call. Max, thank you so much for your patience. Uh, that's that Nigerian in you. Uh, <laughs> Phil from Blue Island. Young people don't understand racism. Go. No, no, no. Don't lead them in the wrong direction. You know, because, again, this is a king uh, holiday or a king weekend, so I'm going to honor him first. But to these young people, I want to honor you also because I, I believe I believe in you. And I, I want you to have every opportunity. I want you to get back to normalcy and everything. But what I was saying is uh, until you understand the system of racism and white supremacy, what it is and how it works, everything else you think you know will confuse you. So that's why there's so much confusion. Verlon is so confused to call me a black racist. He has to be confused to allow even those words to come out of his mouth in front of young people. There's this where the confusion lies. So there's confusion on all you, you sides. Mean to tell me, you mean to tell me because you, 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 you really believe black people can't be racist? I, I think that in, in the form of the system of racism, white supremacy that was created by white you people. No, you always lose me when you say the system. I, I'm sure I do, uh, and I'm sorry I couldn't hear you. But the fact that the system was set up and created by white people. I'm sorry, dude. Phil, 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 you, you know, can be, you can bubble. be, Phil, you, you busting bubbles. Phil, you can be racist to any one other person, any race of people. You, a black person, can be racist to a white person, a Mexican, a Chinese, whomever. What you're saying is that new definition that they put in the dictionary. Black people can't be racist because we don't control the levels of power. We do I've here. talked about it. Yeah, we do here. We do here. Illinois, but I've talked about it many times before. It's what do you control bunk. there? It's bunk. Here in Illinois? What do you control? The only there? thing we don't control is the governor, the governor's office, the um, treasurer's office, comptroller's office. And, but that's still a minority. Um, the governors, uh, we are the we are the lieutenant governor. We're the mayor of Chicago. But, we have the but 
with the superintendent. No, we have th- those are levers of power, though, based upon the new definition, which we al- we we continue to allow these people to come up with these definitions to control uh, who we are and the language. The person that controls see, language see. controls everything, Phil. I know you got to go, and I appreciate you giving me this little bit of yeah. time. But this is what I'm trying to just. If you don't hear the confusion, if these young people, I know those young people are probably just sitting there, like really, like what, is, what are they talking about? You know, from the the the, the racism that, that they may face, or that that they see their friends or or, or or family members putting out into the system. But again, when you talk about this system of racism, white supremacy, until you understand it. What it is. So you got to get this knowledge about really what it is and how it works. It's not just, okay, well, you're, you're in power. Well, Phil, and, I, I, but, but see, Phil, this is where I think you get it confused sometimes. You're from I'm a sorry. different generation. You're from a different time period. Right. What, what you grew up in, what you experienced, black people are not experiencing. Black people are not getting bit by dogs. Black people uh, are, are not being... Um, spray with water hoses and, <laughs> yeah. and, and black people can go and sit at a bar black people can go and sit at, sit anywhere they want black people can sit in front of in front of the bus so tell me Have again the system Karen? what you ever heard of Karen or, or the white the the, the Karen can be black. and how they just call the police if you having a picnic the cup, they what? call the police on you for because you're black about anything today. Well, that's you the know what that's will fair. Up on you and would, would would abuse you just because of the color of oh your skin. And I'm a uh, okay, my God. But the thing is oh that I mean, God. you can walk into a store and they see a black man coming, and uh, just because of the color of your skin, you're going to be discriminated. Wait, hey, are hey, you hey, still in the nineties? Were you just watching oh Minister Society or you something? Don't think or don't drink <laughs> juice in the hood? You know what are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, no, okay. Give a young person in the room an opportunity to whatever they hear. Okay, he wants you all to respond to what he just said. He's a jackass. One of you. <laughs> he wants one, one, one. One, one of you to Peter. respond. Peter, take him, take him to task, Peter. Go ahead. Peter, don't Phil. follow his name, him. His name is Phil, Phil Peter. Speak your mind. Don't follow him. No, let him speak. Keep your mind. I don't think there's experience. anything to follow. I think it's basically just facts. This is not the 1960s anymore, Phil. This is the 1950s. The okay. Black Americans and white Americans, we're all equal. God made everybody equal. We're all treated the same way. You look at people like Candace what? Owens, for an example. Wow. She's a strong conservative leader. She's waking up tons and tons of people who have been sold a lie by the Democrats. Um, okay, name a black person. Let me let me just give you opportunity. Name one black person other than a conservative or a Republican or somebody who's an independent. Name one black person that you idolize or that you uh, uh, follow yourself after. Martin Luther King. Ouch. Okay, when it came to Dr. King, what happened to him? Okay, well, again, he was in that system you grew up in, Phil. He no, was no, in no, that no. system. We're just talking about somebody he's still no, idolizing. No. So what you, happened to Dr. King? But look at what you're doing. Look, no, 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 no. Time out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to let you do that to this kid. What you, 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 he answered the question, and then you tried to flip another question because you didn't like his answer oh, because it was a good not, answer. Not, I'm sorry. 
to that young person, uh, that's not what I was trying to do. And I'm trying to be real quick, so that's why I'm uh, trying to rush through this. Ten seconds. But even Dr. King had people like Verlon calling him a traitor or, or calling him uh, uh, saying that he was racist. And so the, thing, the same thing is happening today because it just happened to me. Yeah. So, Phil, thanks so I, much I, I for calling. We day. always love you when you call in the show. Um, <laughs> one day, one day. The America that King dreamed about. I got smeared. I got smeared. I called Martin Luther King's a racist. Right. We'll be right back. (laughs) I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. This is Black and Right with John Anthony Uh, on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, where we don't, we destroy systems here. I'm not we, gonna get over that. We 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 destroyed the systems of racism, and there's, I you know I get I, I ca- I've caught a lot of flack in my life because I don't believe in systemic racism. Um, I don't believe in these things. I think at a time at a point, yes, we did have those. I do believe that there was a system in place, but I think I think we've broken through the ceiling of uh, and and I mean demolished the ceiling when you look at having um, the first black president. Uh, if, if if we were still a systemic racist country, Barack Obama would never have become president, ever, ever, ever. He Barack Obama garnered so many votes in my county, Kendall County, who had never voted blue, but it went blue for Barack Obama. So don't so when you when Phil and, and, and the Shans of the world call in to talk about the systemic racism, uh, I see nothing but success. Now, do you have pockets of it? Yes, you do. Of course, that's. I, I'd be. I'd, I'd be stupid to say no. Do you, you have pockets of racism throughout this country? You do. America is no longer a racist country. America has racists in the country, within their borders. That's well, the answer. Yeah, like Phil. <laughs> I had a lefty just call tell me that I called Martin Luther King a traitor. Somebody that would have followed Malcolm X. Instead of Martin Luther King, because he he's part of a group called the the Hampton Cubs, the Fred Hampton Club, uh, Cubs, yeah. and he hangs around with uh, uh, Black Panthers and stuff like that. He said that I would have smeared Dr. King, people like me that follows his teachings for real, <laughs> unlike him. I'm not going to get over that. I'm not going to get over it. Me and him, we're going to argue again on text message, and he's going to get... Upset, and he's going to call me like he normally does. And I'm still going to beat him in the <laughs> argument like I always do. Uh, <gasps> <geez>. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, so I got to take this call. This is my uncle because uh, he, he's about to take your boy Phil to Taz. Hey, Uncle Tommy. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. What's going on? You said Phil is indoctrinated? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's sad that so many, to me, uh, uh, our people are just you know, indoctrinated, almost brainwashed to believe that they're victims. Yeah. You see, that's the problem. If you're a victim, then there's no hope. You need, right. you need the man system to help you. You know, you need some, you need somebody, and that's not biblical. Yeah. We are all created in God's image, and one of the things that I would love him to do is go on YouTube and look at Malcolm X, some of his his later talks. He talked about how the Democratic Party has, has, has brainwashed our people into believing that 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 they're our savior. Yeah. And you know, 
uh, a lot of people, this is back in the 60s before they killed him, they got mad at Malcolm X for saying that, but he didn't care. Yeah. Because he saw, you know, he said, y'all vote for the Democratic every four years, every two years, and what did you get? Nothing. That's but true. But they're safe. That's, I actually, and, I actually. It's not that, you know, it's not that we're for any party. I'm not for Democrat or Republican. I'm, I'm for the whoever I heard a wise man say, a Samuel Rodriguez, he said, I'm got no agenda. I don't have the, the yeah. donkey or the or the or the <laughs> elephant's agenda. I have the lamb agenda. Hey, the hey, lamb's agenda hey, is what I'm on. Hey Uncle, <laughs> I, I gotta go to break, but I thank you for calling it. And I'm gonna end that on that on that Malcolm X um uh, in the in the this hour on that Malcolm X what he actually had to say. This is what he said. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is, almost, is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend. That's fair. That's true. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with four amazing Turning Point USA uh, members. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. <laughs> hour three. Did I start you there? The hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Hey, if you missed the first two hours, yeah. I'm, you hear what I just said? Two hours? Two hours. Meaning it I goes got three so hours. fast. Meaning now I have three hours now? Awesome. Uh, uh, go to 560theanswer.com. Download the podcast, uh, Black and White Radio, so that you know some of you may not want to you know listen to the, all the commercials. But please download the podcast. Please, please, please. A 560 The Answer. Uh, dot com, and um, you can get you can listen to me anytime you want. How about that? Uh, please go if, if you look on um, social media. I have my link tree up. Please follow all the all of the platforms that I have: Rumble, YouTube, which I, YouTube suspended me this week uh, because of <coughs> red velvet <coughs> um, <laughs> uh, spreading misinformation when I wasn't here. Terrible. <laughs> uh, at least that's what they say. Yeah. That's what they said. I don't know. Uh, but you know, if you if you missed hour one and two, please go over and download the podcast. Uh, because especially when the when the um, Turning Point USA kids arrived here, um, I really believe that this next generation is going to be a generation of fighters. They're warriors, and we have to make sure that we do everything we can to make sure that uh, they're well prepared for the battles that are that that lie ahead. Because um, there are people, there are countries, there are there are people within our own country who w- would look would love to see America fall and be re- reformed and refashioned into f- 
fascism, communism, Marxism, you name the ism except, you know, the one ism that they, they'll use to get money, you know, capitalism, right. uh, to fund and push all of these isms. I find that ironic in, in a little bit. Um, but, you know, speaking of fighters, um, you guys don't know that I invited this person on, uh, especially you, Leslie, uh, because this guy is a fighter. And he was recently, um, <laughs> I never thought in, a, in, in, in my lifetime I would see somebody who was an elected official who was trying to do the right thing that he believed was the right thing for the people that elected him, that he would be removed from office. That person is Rob Cruz, who's also a candidate for Congress. Rob Cruz, you, you, I, when, when you sent me that, 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 link, that link, I said to myself, he's got to be lying that you were going to go up before a board and they were going to, they were discussing removing you from office. Please explain that process. What happened and why, how did we get to this point? Well, for starters, uh, how you doing, John? I hope everyone in the studios, uh, looking good. Leslie, uh, how you doing too? A long time. No see. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you kept it too long. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, I want to tell you this before I get into this, we got some young troopers out there. You had them on today. They're out there uh, helping us out, get signatures. We are in great shape for the future, John, and I'm uh, proud that they're willing to help me. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk about this this nonsense that happened on Wednesday. Please do. So, uh, our our school board signed a resolution off of our school board policy that they have the authority to remove me without uh, the Illinois state the Illinois statutes of removing an elected official. So, um, and and. In layman's terms, they can ignore the state's guidelines on removing an elected official, but yet they'll listen to the state's guidelines when it comes to COVID. <laughs> yeah, sounds, sounds, about, sounds like government. So, um, so yeah, you know, they, they disagreed with my approach. I, my method was to challenge the governor in court, ask the court some relief of why the governor gets the make orders against school when the legislature had not enacted him to do so with the defeat of 2789, which authorized the health department to open up school. And they did not like the method that I went about doing it. Yeah. And so they, they punished me. So Rob, well, the constitutionality of this, have you talked to any constitutional attorneys? Of course. And um, what, what, and my, and, yeah. What, what were they, sure. what was, when they when they looked at this case and they saw that you got kicked off, what were some of the things that they they had to relay to you? So, um, unbeknownst, I don't believe to the people that were in the room that night, I had an attorney in the back. Okay, and he was taking notes, and we went through each procedure and how it went done. And there are several things that can be questioned and brought and claimed against the board for doing such. Um, you know, the board attorney, his name is Bert Odelson. You know, oh, the the irony of is. this gentleman. Well, well, let me tell you the story. The irony of this gentleman is I get a call on on Friday, yesterday, uh, from Calumet City. Yeah. The guy's the, the registered attorney for the village, and and then he signs up to be the attorney for the clerk and sues his own customer. Yeah. Yeah. So he just did what he accused me of doing. Exactly. I know exactly who you're talking and so, about. And, and, and look, you know, we, we claim a lot about, you know, politicians, politicians. No, it's guys like Bert. Attorneys that have been in this game, you know, he's a Madigan guy. Yeah. These are the guys that are causing us the problems. Yeah. And, 
you know, I, I, I don't know if you saw my exchange. Um, Leslie was there. She spoke up for me, too. And I don't know if she, you know, she could tell you about the exchange. I asked him, who gave you the authority to even consult with the attorney general? Because we didn't have a meeting and nobody in Uh-oh. this room told you to do it. Uh-oh. That's a fair question. Right? Yeah. So, and who authorized you, you know, on his billing statement, he's drafting a motion to intervene. And three days later, we signed the resolution for him to intervene. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? So, Can I ask you a question? Sure. What procedures did they take issue with when you, you know, reopened the school? So, uh, what the like how what my method was? Yeah, your methods. Like, you said you, they, said, you, you, you yeah. said they didn't like your methods. What methods did they take issue with? So they took method with an issue of language. When I first drafted the caption in the in the header of the lawsuit, it says Rob Cruz individually and as the parent of a minor, and in his official capacity as a school board member. We. Really, I, we really scrutinize official capacity. Because if you go to freedictionary.com, which is the highest... Wait, wait, Rob, say that again. You, you kind of broke up. Say that again. Sure. I'm sorry. I said if you, if you, uh, if you go to freedictionary.com uh-huh. and look up the term official capacity, it says one who holds office or position. And we use that phrase because we wanted to hold standing in court. Yeah. They, Bert, and, and admittedly so, said, when I hear that, I hear on behalf of. Mm. And on behalf of means to do something in place of or for. Hey, Rob, is this the first time something like this has ever happened? Um, to my knowledge, yes. Yeah. Well, I of course. The because same question. Yeah. I asked the same question to, um, to those guys. Hey, has there ever been an incident where this happened? And they told me in their 47 years they had never seen this happen before either and then turned around a couple of minutes later and said, yeah, I've done this before. So they're basically what you're saying, they're saying you didn't have a First Amendment right because you were acting. This is what, 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 what they're saying. You didn't have a First Amendment right because you were acting within your official capacity as a school board member suing the school board that you serve. Well, now, here, now here's, where, here's where the rubber meets the road. So... When they called us and said, hey, we don't like that caption, yeah. I said, okay, what can we do to, to work together because we want the same result? Yeah. We changed the caption, but then a, a parent had reached out to our uh, attorney, Mike Yoder. I think you know who he I is, I know Scott. Yoder. Yep. And said, I want to get involved. So we separated the counts. So count one said Rob Cruz and Scott Jones versus Pritzker and Ayala. Count two said Scott Jones versus Oaklawn Community High School. I was never in a lawsuit against the high school. When you consolidated the caption, you have to put the names next to each other so it looks like I did. Yeah. But when you actually read the complaint, I didn't. Wow. So this and lo- so Bert wow. utilized that to manipulate the situation and misinterpret the statutes of our school board policy to have me removed without due process right. according to the state of Illinois. Right. What's the recourse? Well, um, I don't want to give away our hand uh, yet. That's fair. Find out that's, fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I'll say this. I am a, I, I, you know me, John. I try to be as reasonable as I can yeah. to find solutions. I'm a solution-based person. I don't like to point out problems without solutions. So we will offer a solution first, and if it's not accepted, 
then we're going to war. Ooh, ooh. I see. See, see. I love those type of words. I love those type of words. We're going to war because we're already at war. Hey, hey, Rob, hold the line. I want to. I want to. After the break, I want to talk about your congressional run as well. So hold the line. Sure. Um, man, I'm, I'm still baffled and confused that this has happened to you in free America. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go ahead, level up yourself. This that different latitude. Life too short, go spoil Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio uh, with my good friend, Verlon, the troublemaker Galloway, Mr. Red Velvet himself. <laughs> That's all right. I'm about to start some trouble in a minute. Uh, before the break, we were talking to Rob Cruz. Uh, wait, I. I, it's, it's probably not funny to you, but I wish I had Trump stay. You're fired right here. I'd play it right now. Uh, Rob and I have a, we we have a great friendship, so I I'm sure I can say that, right, Mr. Cruz? <laughs> Rob, did you hang up on us? I'm here. Sorry, I had you on mute. I like that D. <laughs> I had that DMX the, the the one before the segment. That was nice. Okay. <laughs> so Rob, real quick, let's talk about it. You're running for Congress. Um, um, I told you you probably need to go check your head. Remember when I told you that when we were in where we, we what city, what state we were in Florida I believe it was. Um, yeah, we were we were in CPAC. We were in CPAC, correct? Um, what made you decide, and why is Rob Cruz the candidate to be elected and be sent to Congress? Well, um, well, so the reason why uh, it, it, it's evolved, but the, the most. The most pressing issue right now we have is, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's our educational, it's mandates, it's government overreach. Um, and I want to do something about that at the federal level where a lot of this starts. You know, education, curriculums come from the Department of Education. It's something that the House of Representatives can have an influence on, especially sex education. Uh, literature that's out that seems a little bit, um, you know, we push the envelope, I believe, a little too much. Um, the reason why... You know, I think I differentiate myself. Is I think we've got a lot of good candidates. You know, I don't, I don't want to pretend like we don't. And when you're in a good competition, you acknowledge the other guys as well. But I wonder, you know, if I can, if, if it's time for our party to keep the old school values, but with a new messenger. Mm. You know, I'm a young guy, and uh, you know, I, I'm a little different looking. I'm a Hispanic Republican. I don't think we have a lot of those right now. Wait, you can say that word now. And I want <laughs> you can say Hispanic that, now. Yeah, I can oh, say I whatever I want. That's what no, I am. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm a I'm a Latino, right? Conservative. Okay. Okay, and um, and I believe that you know it's time for our party to to, to step into this next 21st century and 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 be an inclusive uh, brand too. Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to that, I believe uh, you know, in the general election, it's. I would have a, an opportunity to express that, that, that culture change and, and, and witness a shift in the minds of, 
our independent and our democratic conservative friends as they start to transition to see things our way, you know, to circle back on the school board. I've had a, you know, there was a guy that spoke up there on my behalf. uh, Leslie might remember him. He was a, you know, big, big bearded fellow with a red hat. He was a diehard Democrat for 30 years. Wow. Wait, wait, you know, wait, 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 wait. Before you finish, I'm starting to take issue with your language, sir. Uh Oh, you mean to tell me, you're calling yourself Hispanic and Latino. You're supposed to call yourself Latin X. <laughs> That's being all inclusive. Uh, I don't know who made that word up, but Latino <laughs> people don't like that. Oh yeah, you're right. They took a poll. They don't like Latin X. Yeah. It's official. I just even, had to mess with. Yeah, you. yeah, even the progressives don't like it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you know so. Um, but you know, and, and, and so people came to my aid that, you know, even I had a woman tell me, um, who, who really didn't like what I did and said, I didn't like that you, that you did this, but it's not right what they're doing to you. And, and this woman was a Democrat too. So we're, so I started to witness on Wednesday, the crossover, the partisan of the, the, the bipartisan yeah, aspect, the, partisan, the bipartisan, the people looking over and saying, you know what, left, right, or middle this issue is wrong. Yeah. And, you know, when we were walking today, a woman told me, she was out there, she was shoveling her driveway, and she looked at my card and said, I'm a Democrat, but I'm going to sign this for you because I want to start addressing the issues mm. that we're seeing. We're too, we're too engaged with, you're a Democrat, so whatever you say is wrong. You're a Republican, whatever yeah. you say is wrong, and nobody's fixing the problem. Yeah. If you just join us, we're talking with candidate for for the sixth congressional uh, district, Rob Cruz. Um, Rob, where can people um, find you? You got any events coming up? Um, what's what's your, your your handles for all your social media platforms? Sure, uh, they're all the same. It's at Cruz C R U Z four F O R I L. Our uh, website is Rob Cruz. For forcongress.com. Uh, right now, we do have a meet and greet set up with uh, Ann Dorn. You guys remember her? Oh, yeah. The Gold Star wife. Uh, her husband was David Dorn. He was uh, brutally murdered on Facebook Live during yeah. the riots of 2020. You know, and she wants to come and tell her story on why it's important to get this crime under underway. And could you guys imagine watching your significant other murdered? On, on social media? No, I couldn't. No. Uh-uh. No? I mean, no. and John, you've been through some things yourself. Yeah. yeah. And and could you imagine seeing that? No. And, and, I'm, and I'm so, I admire this woman so much because then she comes around and tells everybody her story and how vulnerable she is and why it needs to change, and it becomes real. Hey, hey Rob, I got a quick question. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what, what, sure. uh, what's your stance on what's happening with these January 6 detainees? Well, I, I think they're being treated um, a little bit unfairly. And I think it was just a group of people who probably took it too far. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with any violence. I don't think violence is ever the answer. Yeah. You know, violence, violence always begets violence. It's the devil's way of keeping us divided. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I don't think there was a, a conspiracy plot to take over the government like you saw in Afghanistan. That's a real insurrection. That's what I keep saying. I keep saying that, Rob, that you want to see what a real insurrection is, just um, go back and watch videos of what happened in Afghanistan. Yep. And and, and, and not and, and to 
add one more thought to that comment. If you go back and look, and, and MSNBC and CNN, they had I, I got I can't remember the guy's name. He was real smart dude, had glasses. He took a, he did a study of all the detainees and what their professions were, and they were real estate agents, wow, truck drivers, yeah, plumbers, yeah. average American rank and file jobs. So these weren't tinfoil hat people, right, right, right. You, know, you had those people there ready. though. You did have those people yeah, there. Yeah, they were. Of course, they're always there, and yeah. then on the left too. Yeah. But you know, a real estate agent is breaking into to, to to take over Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> office. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, g- give the website again. Sure, it's Rob Cruz for F O R Congress dot com. All right, hey Rob, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you, um, and go out and work hard, brother. Yeah, thank you, guys, and uh, I'll see you soon. All right, brother. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Some of what he just said is the perfect segue into what, into what I want to say in the next Uh We got a second. guest coming in the next Oh, segment. God. What do you want to talk about? Real okay, look. <clears throat> this is what I want to say. And full disclosure, I stole this idea from our friend Charles Love. Okay? But it's something that, that that's not being done. And I would like to know if you all would think about doing this. Mentorship programs, going into the inner cities, approaching some of the youth and taking them onto mentorship programs, because only thing they know is to be a football player, basketball player, a rapper or singer or something glamorous. Show them that they can work on jet airliners, engines, real engines and real uh, extravagant engines and all types of different jobs that they've never heard of before. Let them see that there's other opportunities. You know, think about that. And maybe the big guys, you know, the elected, the elected officers can take directions from you and, and help inner city kids and, you know, troubled youth and poor people and show them you can be more than just, a football player, a rapper, or whatever else. You know, you have to show these people that there's other opportunities that they can obtain. I want you all to think about that and approach some of these. Uh, inner, How do you know they're not doing it? Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> are you doing any, any kind of mentorship programs? Anybody? Really quick. I mean, I wouldn't say Turning Point is like a mentorship program, but we definitely support capitalism and and the beauty of capitalism. And I think that that's what you're basically saying, but saying it more so on a directed level um, um, to the youth. Just showing them that they can integrate more in society instead of being just an entertainer. I think that's very important. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely start doing I like more. <laughs> I, I like that, man. That German head comes up with some good ideas every time. <laughs> I, know. I told you, I stole it. I stole it. <laughs> you listening to Black and White Radio, Pastor Randy Bland, coming up next. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway, also known as Red Velvet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going like to start sounding like Joe Biden. Oh, uh, God. Oh, come on. <laughs> come uh, on, man. We're also joined in studio by a group of um, Turning Point Turning Point USA um, students and 
Employees, I should say, right? <laughs> Are you the only you're the only employee in the room, right? Yes. Okay, good. Good. Well, actually, Leslie. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, officially, yes. But uh, hopefully soon, Leslie. Let's go to Jim from South Elgin on the phone lines. Jim, also a sponsor of this show. Thank you so much for supporting and believing in what we're doing here at Black and White Radio. Well, absolutely. I. Um, we got to get that message out. The uh, Operation Turning Point. I've. Uh, known Charlie for a while. I've supported his past efforts and uh, continue to do so with a lot of pride and uh, ambitious uh, ambitions for a future that's going to help things uh, versus how things are being run now. Um, yesterday was one of my, a couple of my friends had birthdays and they built, they live in Chicago and they came out to the suburbs so they could eat dinner without getting harassed for the Vax cards in these restaurants that some places are doing. And uh, I have another friend, in fact, Mark Vargas, uh, I saw him last night, and he said the restaurants downtown are empty. Wow! And uh, wow. I also people say if if, the, if you want to have a Vax card, I, I may I have this little card somebody sent me, and it says for all the businesses who are planning to make customers show proof of the jab, and it's a you know little picture of a, a needle. To enter your business, start by buying your banners now, which is going out of business because <laughs> mandates don't help you stay in business. Customers do. That's true. That's you know? true, Jim. And also, um, I think a lot of these side effects aren't being reported. One of my fairly new assistants, her old job, she she was forced to take the jab or lose her job about four or five months ago. And since that occurred, she hasn't had her menstru- menstruation cycle since. You, you know what? I, I just saw an article on the Federalist.com right. that talks about that very thing. Exactly. And there's a lot of, I mean, you got another patient of mine said one of her best girlfriends has some kind of weird uh, skin condition on her feet, and it was almost getting healed up, and now it's starting to come back again. And she said somebody else had asthma years ago, and now she's having asthma problems again after taking wow. the jab. And I think a lot of people are having reactions, and the government is not being honest about it. Um, well, it's the government. Sadly, <laughs> a lot, yeah, well, see, a lot of the physicians now have become politicized, and that's why only under 20% of, uh, of doctors are part of the AMA, yeah, because the AMA has become very political. They even got to the point where they're trying to almost want to apologize for people's gender, which is really stupid. Yeah, well, and these groups are being taken over by these leftists, and they ruin them. Yeah, that's true, Jim. So you always call absolutely. with insightful um, um, dialogue, Jim. So I really appreciate you calling. Well, this is what this is what the this is why talk radio is such a valuable commodity, and I think it's much better than TV. In fact, I haven't had my cable subscriptions now for two years. Both there you go, Jim. Join the club. I cut the cord That's 10 right. years ago. Yeah. yeah, so I'm saving about 300 bucks a month. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I cut Radio is a much more uh, useful uh, learning tool, in my opinion. It is. Thanks so much for calling, Jim. Five years ago, I cut cable. Mm. Five, six years ago. Ten. I, I don't even have a house phone. I don't either. <clears throat> well, what do you need a house phone for? Well, you got yeah, the cell phone, phone everywhere. <laughs> you know, something just makes sense. Right. So, um... You guys got a meeting coming up, an event planned on January 29th. Um, let's discuss it. What's what's the event, and why did you guys create it? Um, the event is called Freedom Unleashed. We're going to have a big rally in the city um, opposing the vaccine mandates that uh, are required to go into restaurants, gyms, bars. Um, the United Center. Right. I was supposed to be at the Blackhawks <laughs> game tonight, but uh, I, I don't have a oh. vaccination card, so they told me I couldn't come in. Insane. Yeah. It is yeah. insane. I can't go to the Museum of Science and Industry anymore, and I love right. that place. You can't get into the Holocaust Museum without yeah, uh, Now, oh. that right there, <laughs> that alone right there is, like, people, like, wake up, like, 
Where the, I, I thought people were woke. Mm. They're not woke. They're just sleepwalking. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> but you guys got a, a, any lineup of speakers planned to come out and speak? Yes, we have um, a couple confirmed. Um, so Johnny Juicer, all the way from New York, will be coming. Oh, wow. Um, along with um, the owner of, I think it's Ro- Rocco Pastry in New York. Um, so basically they're... They're not complying um, in New York, and they have a huge following. So basically, they came up with um, all the signage around New York City. It says, we don't discriminate, and then it says against people who are vaccinated, unvaccinated, and it's really just taken off in New York. So she'll be coming. Isn't that she's, a, she's that's a line to think about, though. Isn't it discrimination? Yeah. No, absolutely. And they're actually one of the, they haven't gotten fined for not complying with it at all. Really? So I think it's something with the signage as long as it's like when you go into the bathroom they have a sign that says employees must wash their hands before going back to work as long as they have the sign up they can't get fined so wow i mean it is discrimination though think about it well lori lightfoot went into 26 businesses and saw that they weren't doing what they're supposed to do not wearing masks or whatever and she did find people Oh, was it the same Lori Lightfoot that was w- without mask in yeah. events? Yeah. Oh, she's the face of Chicago. Yeah, whatever. Miss um, oh God. Yeah, and then Ben Ben Rowie will also be coming, right, Leslie? Yeah. Well, let's let's finish this discussion when we come back from break. Listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty answer. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. Come on, repeat. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put your blame on I want to see if he's going to be a one-hit wonder. Cause I like I like this first bone something something yeah welcome back to Black and White Radio I was just singing <laughs> not like Dan and Amy when they had their little singing did you hear that when they said uh, I heard a lot oh good lord oh help us God <laughs> uh, um, uh, joined in studio by the troublemaker himself Mr Red Velvet Verlon Galloway just gonna combine it all huh? yeah just give it to give it all to you and Turning Point USA but before the break. We were talking about speakers. Um, you said Jocko from New York. Is he from, is he from New York? Uh, so Johnny Juicer, yeah, Johnny from, Juicer, yeah. from New York. Um, and then the, the owner of Rocco Pastry in New York. Um, and then, Leslie, I don't know if you want to talk about Ben Rowie. I know you had been. Yeah, absolutely. So Ben, um, you guys can follow him on Instagram. A little plug for Ben here. Um, Ben.Rowie, he's like a health coach. Um, so he's, oh. yeah gotten really involved um, on the freedom side of things just because he realizes that there's a bigger pandemic on our hands and um, I think health, the people's health, have a lot to do with it. Well, we haven't, but we can't have that discussion because it's all about getting the you know it. Exactly. No one, and I've talked about this. Um, when the pandemic started, I was 270-something pounds. I'm down to 250. My goal is 230, back to my police weight when I was a cop. Um, I've been really trying to, you know, really watch what I eat now, doing cleansers and things of that nature. But nobody wants to have the discussion about getting in health because when you look at, at, at the totality of it all, you know, most of the people that are dying 
a great majority of the people that die are people who have comorbidities, they have diabetes, have some issue in some, play, in some regards that can be remedied. Absolutely. But we don't want to have that discussion. Yeah. And I think the people that are healthier are definitely seeing the effects that they're not getting as sick, right? Yeah. They have, their immune systems are really backing them up here, um, whereas people who are a little on the more unhealthier side um, are really feeling the effects of COVID. They really are. Uh, and, and speaking of that, we got a call who wants to talk about this very issue. Gina, welcome to Black and Right. Oh, hey, John. Hey. Hey, this is Gina. Hey, Gina. Uh, from Westmont. Oh, hey, what's going so on? I, it, it's good. In fact, so I'm alarmed, like, so with these mandates and um, trying to reach, and I think it's great that Turning Point is going into high schools and colleges, uh-huh. but it's those people in their 20s. So I have two daughters, 26 and 24. And my daughter sent me an invite to my son-in-law's birthday party at medieval times, which is requiring the vaccine. Uh-oh. And she, and I, I, I like, it totally alarmed me because I talked to her without preaching. Cause you know, it's mom, Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't get it. And I'm like, you're discriminating against your own mother. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. so they, you know, that, 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 that bracket that's after college buying their first house, doesn't understand their tax bill, doesn't want to vote. And they just want to live life, but they don't get the consequences. And that's a scary thing yeah. for me as a parent that my daughter would be willing to go along with this. And it's, it's mind-blowing. Well, and I don't know how to Gina, get to that I'm, age. I'm going to tell you, because I've said this, I don't know, until I've been blue in the face. It's, it's, it's really the indoctrination from kindergarten, preschool, kindergarten, all the way up to college that have prepped these kids today to just accept what what the government, what media, and what all these people they think are are important to have to say, and that's been the problem. Is that this you know we've created this world that we have now um, by politicians who are and, and the culture and and politicians who have who have who have found an avenue with the culture, and we have to begin to just dissect. But that's going to take a lot of hard work, and not a lot of people want to do that, and that's why. We continue to have this these indoctrination camps throughout America. I call them colleges and high schools now. Well, we still need to get those twenty six year olds too because I, I, I'm baffled. My daughter would go along, and well, I'm like, "Well, I can't go to my son in law's birthday party. I hope you're okay with that." Wait, wait, what's that saying? If you if you're you're, you're a, a liberal by <laughs> if you're still a liberal by forty, oh, <laughs> what's that? Oh. There's a saying or something like it, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're uh, if you if you're not liberal when you're young. Oh God! If you're not, if you're not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart. Right. But if you're not a conservative when you're older, you have no brain. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. See what that's I'm talking about? So, so that's hope. Yeah. Gina, that's hope. Gina, that's hope. I, I, I'll pray for my daughters. Hey, Gina, I came up through the the daily the Daily Machine in Chicago. Look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know? mm-hmm. I got a, I got a question for all of you. All right. okay. Thank you so much for calling, Gina. Now. What do you think about this federal mandate when it comes to working? Okay, now now that they struck it down, a lot of people won't have to follow it, but people like me in healthcare, I do. Okay, if you test positive for COVID, go home for five days, you still test positive, you can come back to work. But if you've never, uh, as long as you've been vaccinated and boosted, but if you haven't been vaccinated, like myself, and you test negative, you still could be fired unless you have a medical exemption. And I've been tested over 300 times, twice a week, 
for, for the last past two years over 300 times. And I'm negative. Don't you, you get it through your head? It's tens of millions of people like me that just cannot catch it. I'm built for this. So, but what do you think about that? They can work. I, I lose my job if I didn't have the medical exemption. I don't know. I think there's no logic. <laughs> I don't think people are thinking. I think it's all about money. It's common it's really, sense. Yeah. It's, it, you know, I was looking for that Fred Sanford. I don't know what I did with it. You big dummy. <laughs> no, not me. Not on that one. They're the big dummy. 300 times. Man, I can't stop it. I can't stop the test. I have to get tested. Can't say no to that. I'm looking for a new job. <laughs> Listen to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. We'll be right back. They want my soul better go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect my Let's get to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Red. You're going to make me wear a cowboy hat next time I come in here. I swear to God, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, God. And the boots. And I'll buy some boots. I swear to God, I'll come in looking like a cowboy. Oh, you look like my boy, Sean, my real, my realtor friend, Sean Cochran, uh-huh. uh, the real estate cowboy. Hey, you listen, you follow that guy on uh, TikTok, the real estate cowboy. He's hilarious. Trust me. Um, you listen in the black and right. Verlon, you know, you know, I'm sorry, brother, but that's just so funny to me, man, <laughs> because it totally fit. I, it totally fit what you were doing. Uh, real quick, let's go. Uh, ben, I, I, I can take you take the call. Ben. Hey, John. How you doing? Happy New Year to you. Hey, Happy New Year to you. And Berlin, too. What's and going on, brother? Got... How you doing? All right. How's man? Wisconsin treating we, we, Hey, guys. We got a decision here by a circuit court judge. I was just called telling your, uh, your call screener. Okay, he has put a tight... Uh, rope around the people's neck around here about ballot boxing, uh-huh. boxing and putting boxes all over. This circuit court judge said that there will be none of that, and the only one that can accept all of those are the people that count them. When 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 the people uh, put the, the ballots in there, wherever those spots are, that one person is going to be responsible for wow. everything that's in that ballot box, yeah. and she will be scrutinized wow. and now they yes. said and now they're, they're already john they're already objecting to this of course the, they are. The, 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 you know the ku klux klan and yeah. everybody else <laughs> hey, hey, hey ben ben I, I thank you so much i gotta go because i gotta i gotta close out the show uh I, i'm oh, on okay. i'm on hey ben i don't know if you know it now i'm on, I'm on 12 to 3 now Oh, you are? Yeah. 12 to so, 3 every, every, yeah. every Saturday? Tune in. Got, got an extra hour. Oh, I tried to. Oh, yeah. I'd love to tell you what's going on down right, here. This please. is going to be something. Okay. Call Have back a good again weekend, ben, call God back, bless you. Ben, call back again next week. Okay, I'll do All that. Right. Take right. care, John. Bye-bye. All right, I want to give you guys some closing thoughts, some closing words. Go ahead. Start with Leslie since you're right here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the event coming up is on January 29th um, downtown at the Thompson Center at noon so we're expecting some pretty big speakers out there um but i don't know where can they where can people go to find it the event it's on our eventbrite it's also in the tpusa.lths bio on instagram okay julia Perfect. Yeah, I just want to thank you for having us all on and i also want to thank chrissy bretz from freedom illinois for helping us put on the rally she is incredible go follow her on instagram doing amazing things in illinois um, but yeah, I just want to thank you for having us today, and I'm very excited. No problem. Who's next? 
Um, yeah, we just really encourage a lot of younger people to come on out to this event because it's important to um, you know show the public that younger people can be data driven and informed of what yeah. uh, the truth is and what's going on in our society. Um, so we really encourage those young people to come out with their families and and whoever else they can bring with them. I love it. Peter? Um, I just want to thank John for having us on the show. I also want to encourage everybody, whether you are in high school or college, to get involved with Turning Point USA. It is a great organization. You are going to meet a ton of like-minded people that you know, you'll know you be friends for a very long time with, and it's just a great atmosphere and a great community to be a part of. As you know, someone from Lockport High School, so where can that person... Yes, yeah, so they can go to tpusa.com slash get involved and fill out that form, and they will be connected to me. So... We got Wisconsin back. Greg, <laughs> Greg, every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> hey, I just want to quickly say thank you guys so much for coming in here. Continue to fight. Uh, you guys are going to inherit the mess that we're making right now. It's so good to see that you guys are, you know, in with your elbows trying to figure out and, and solve the problems that we are making in real time so that your generation will have a future to fight for. You know, so I really appreciate it. I thank you. Continue to fight. Don't give up. Push back. Don't take no for an answer. You know, fight. We have a country to save. We really do. In the words of the great Larry Elder, we really have a country to save. And it starts right here locally. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining YouTube. Thank you so much. Uh, See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.